Welcome to the restaurant section of Duolingo Japanese. In this section, you're going to learn how to talk about food preferences, cost and quantity, the wonderful flavors of the food that you're eating, and plenty more. Now, before we get too far into this review, I just wanted to provide you one very generic yet important tip about eating out in Japan. So, the tip is there are no tips. That's right, in Japan, when you go to pay for your meal, it's actually rude to offer a tip. So save your change for the countless vending machines around Japan and the delicious street vendors. And with that said, it's time for you to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on any future episodes in this series. Grab your notebooks and prepare to learn some Japanese. Mmm, amai desu. Oishi desu. Karai desu. Okay, you get the point. It's pretty useful and fun to talk about the flavors of the food that you're eating. So, why not review some phrases and vocabulary taught within this section to do just that? Now, we all know by now that kore, sore, and are mean this, that, and that over there, as well as dore, which means which, as in which one. Now, in case you had been wondering why the no particle had been merged with these terms in this section, such as kono, sono, ano, and dono, here's why. Simply put, this is a method of connecting these phrases to a noun in a more convenient and efficient way, such as to say, Kono gohan wa tsumatai desu. This rice is cold. This phrase can be easily modified to describe food in countless ways, but before getting too creative with this one, let's make sure you understand the structure first. First, we start with the food we are talking about, Kono gohan. Remember, when using this version of kore with the no particle, you must follow it with a noun that you are describing. Next, we mark this noun with the wa particle as usual. Then, here is the fun part, the adjective. This describes the food, and in this case we have tsumetai, meaning cold. And finally, we have our sentence ender des to end the phrase. Now throughout that last example, I was quite tempted to give you an example using dono, meaning which object. However, this one is more suited for an example formed within a question, such as dono steki wa yasui desu ka? Which steak is cheap? As you can see, we have dono, meaning which, followed by the noun steki, meaning which steak. And now the format is the exact same as our previous example, wa to mark our subject, adjective yasui, meaning cheap, and the only other difference here is instead of just using des to end this with a statement, we are using deska to end in question. The structure of this phrase can be actually quite useful here. For example, if we replaced yasui with karai, meaning spicy, we could now ask which steak is spicy, in case you are sensitive. Alright, you are now set with the framework to describe or ask anything you wish about the food around you. However, while thinking over these phrases, I had a question. If I was to say kono gohan wa atsui desu, as in this rice is hot, how could I extend this phrase to say but that rice is cold? To say this rice is hot but that rice is cold, uh, you could say kono gohan wa atsui desu, demo ano gohan wa tsumetai desu. So I think it's pretty much same as in English. You can bring demo, meaning but, between two sentences. This takes us to the next important phrases within this section, how to state the food you like or dislike. 
Now before you can make these statements, you will first need to master the following two terms. Skides, meaning to like, and skijanaides, meaning to not like. Hmm, what do I like? Yasaiga skides. I like vegetables. This phrase is quite simple. Simply state the food that you like, in this case, yasai, meaning vegetables. Mark the item you like with the ga particle to put focus on this one specific item, then end with ski des, meaning to like. Now, what do you not like? Now, this one is a hard one for me as I like most things. However, here is something. Emai keiki wa suki janai I do not like sweet cake. First, state the food item you don't like. In this case, I stated amai keiki, meaning sweet cake. So it's adjective plus food item, sweet plus cake. Next up, we use the wa particle in this case to mark our subject. As Chisa has mentioned in previous episodes, when using wa instead of ga, it can leave room for comparison, such as to imply, I don't like sweet cake, but I like something else. To end this statement, we now have the negative version of to like, ski janai des, rather than just simply ski des, meaning to like. Now, one thing I felt was essential to cover in this video was the other options to state that you don't like something, beyond ski janai des. This involves using two new terms from this section, including mazui, meaning tastes bad, and kirai des, meaning hate, based on my Google search. Now that you know the terms, let's see how they are used within phrases. Then we can get some more clarification on the appropriate uses of each of these variations from Chisa, who in my opinion is way better than Google search. Next. But first, let's reflect on the phrases within Duolingo using these terms, starting with Kono asa gohan wa mazui desu. This breakfast tastes bad. In this phrase, we are simply marking an item that we think tastes bad, using mazui des. So first you just state the subject that tastes bad. In this case, I'm using the word asagohan, meaning breakfast. Then we mark the bad tasting subject with wa. Then we follow this with mazui, meaning tastes bad. And of course, end with des. Now the next phrase, which is going to a whole nother level, how to state you hate something, looks like this. Ochaga kirai des. I hate tea. First, State the item you hate, in this case, ocha, meaning tea. Mark that item with the ga particle in this case, as hate is extreme, so why not use the ga particle to emphasize that fact on this subject? Then, simply end our statement with des. Done. Sorry, tea. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm quite curious as to how extreme kirai actually is in terms of saying that you hate something in the Japanese language. Let's ask Chisa. First, suki janai means I don't like something. Mazui means bad taste or something doesn't taste good. And tirai means I hate something. I think like you know how to just kind of uh, use those phrases, right, in English. So like pretty much like same way, if you wanted to uh, express how, how much you hate something strongly, then like maybe you could use tirai. Uh, however, kirai is pretty strong, so I wouldn't really go for it unless I just mean it. Now at this point, you should be loaded with all the knowledge that you need to describe the food around you and ask questions regarding its tastes. However, 
This section also provides us a useful phrase that can be used and modified to help you get the food that you want or see if it's available. Check it out. Ego no menu wa arimasu ka? Do you have an English menu? Check out the structure of this phrase here. First comes the item we are requesting, such as an English menu. Ego meaning English language, menu is menu, as you know, and with the no particle between these two nouns, you essentially create a new, more specific noun, such as an English menu. And next up comes our wa particle to mark the subject, ego no menu, then we end off in the question format of to have, arimasu ka, meaning do you have. Now before moving on, I wanted to quickly mention, if you happen to remember this phrase and successfully asked if an item is available, the response will be incredibly similar to the question and easy to understand. For example, Tsumatai gohan ga arimasu. There is cold rice. Tsumatai gohan, meaning cold rice. Marked with the ga particle, in this case, to emphasize, yes, we have this specific item you had asked for. Then, arimasu. Simple. Item, ga, arimasu. Now, I hate to ruin all the fun here, but before we get into the next batch of phrases, we're going to need to stop and learn a new particle. Now, no need to worry. I know particles can be confusing. However, this new particle, de, actually makes quite a bit of sense. The de particle is used to mark a location where an action takes place. Similarly to the ni particle, the de particle is placed right after a location. So let's see how this works in a phrase from Duolingo to get a better visual sense of how this all comes together. Check it out. Shokudu de ohiru gohan wo I eat lunch at the cafeteria. Let's now go through this phrase step by step to ensure that you fully understand what's going on here grammatically. First comes the location at which the action you are describing takes place at. Now we use the de particle to mark this location as the place where the following action takes place. Next comes the object, ohiru gohan, meaning lunch. Now we need to mark our object with the wo particle to link lunch to the following verb. Tabemas, meaning to eat. So zooming out here, simply put, we have shokudo, cafeteria, marked with de, making it the location where the following action takes place, which is ohiro gohan wo tabemas, meaning to eat lunch. Now I hope I didn't overexplain that one too much for you. I just really wanted to drive home how this phrase works and how the de particle is used. And speaking of how the de particle is used, there's one more usage to get familiar with. The de particle can also be used to mark a specific way of doing something. Now this is pretty much impossible to understand without seeing it in action. So let's take a look at the next example phrase and see how this works. Ego de onegaishimasu. English, please. Looking at this phrase here, notice how the de particle is placed right after ego, meaning English language. This literally just states that you wish for whatever you're interacting with, such as a person you are speaking with or a menu you are trying to read, to be in English if possible. So rather than marking a location of an action, you would be marking the method of an action. So simply put, ego de onegaishimasu means in English, please. 
The day particle so far seems very useful and as if it would be used quite a bit in your day-to-day -day life. So let's make sure we have a good understanding of how this particle works by taking a second to catch up with Chisa on how she commonly uses this particle. Dead particle. Uh, the dead particle, I think it's pretty much same as uh, by or at in English. Yeah, I'll give you some examples with the dead particle. The first one, the dead particle used to, to mark the location. Just try to understand what I'm saying. So, are you ready? That's one of the dreams that I have. Anyway, so you just picked up de, right? So here's the answer. Tokyo Disneyland de. So de particle is here. Miki to. To is another particle. Uh, I'll just explain later. And benkyoしました. I think you guys already know what benkyoしました means, right? Benkyo means study and shimashita means did. So I did study. I studied with uh, Mickey Mouse at Tokyo Disneyland. Tokyo Disneyland de Mickey Mouse to benkyoしました. And the to means with. And the next example, uh, even though I said that particle kind of takes the same role as uh, by in English, um, it could be with. Ohashi de gohan wo tabemashita. Ohashi means chopsticks. That particle comes after ohashi. And next sentence was uh, I ate rice. That particle kind of shows like what tools you use to have an action. I hope you understand. But we can just keep using it and I'm sure you can just actually get to master one day. One day comes soon. When it comes to talking about quantity or how much of something there is, here are the key vocabulary terms that you'll want to be familiar with. Ikura, meaning how much, as in how much does it cost, or what is the price. Ikutsu, meaning how many, as in how many items are there. Takai meaning expensive, and Yasui meaning cheap. Got all that? Probably not on the first round, right? But no worries, after seeing them in a few example phrases, you should have an easier time remembering them all. Such as, in the following example. Are wa Yasui desu. That is cheap. Are meaning that over there, the wa particle to mark that as the subject, Yasui meaning cheap, then des to end our statement. Now of course, you're not always going to know the price of an item. So, here is a phrase that will never fail to unlock the answer that you are searching for, such as the price. Sono kohi wa ikura desu ka? How much is that coffee? First comes our subject, in this case, sono kohi, meaning that coffee. Next up, we mark our subject with the wa particle, then we follow up with ikura desu ka, meaning how much does it cost? Using deska, the questioning sentence ender. Next up will be how to state how many items are available. Now I've chosen one specific example from Duolingo to demonstrate this one, as I personally had a hard time understanding how it worked. So let me demonstrate, then we'll bring in Chisa to clarify and uh, take out all the weirdness from this one, hopefully. Restaurant ni teburu wa ikutsu arimasu ka? How many tables are in the restaurant? As in most phrases, they typically begin by stating either the location or time. And in this phrase, we start with the location, restaurant. 
Next up, we now mark the location with the knee particle to clarify that the following item will be at this location. In this phrase, that following item happens to be teburu, meaning tables. Now that we have stated our subject, we will mark that with the wa particle, then finally ask ikutsu, meaning how many. And by ending this phrase by following ikutsu how many with arimaska, we essentially ask how many tables are there. So again, to put it simply, we have location, subject, how many are there. Now again, that last phrase was a bit of a mind-bender, at least for me when it comes to the knee particle and how it works, as I always understood it to mark a location of travel or a time of which something happens. However, in that last example, it was used to state the location at which an object already is. Let's catch up with Chisa on this one. The particle shows, uh, shows the direction where, where you are traveling to. But also same time, neat particle shows where things are as well. For example, I could say, Koko ni imasu. That's what I said. So it means, I am here. So it kind of like the neat particle shows a place where like things are as well. So I guess we have a lot more to go through for the neat particle. Isn't it exciting? Now one final thing this section covered was talking about the price using yen. Yen is basically the Japanese word for dollars. Now numbers in Japanese can be quite challenging at first. Now you may have noticed that hyaku by itself here means 100. Sen by itself means 1000. However, when using man for 10,000, you will need to say what group of 10,000 it is, such as ichi man, ichi meaning one, and man meaning group of 10,000. Just a little counting tip for you. Whew, all that explaining and learning really worked up an appetite. So after grabbing a snack to fuel that active mind of yours, if you have anything specific from this lesson that you wish to go back and review, see the description below to check out all the section markers created for you to quickly and easily navigate to key points and examples throughout this entire lesson. Now if you have any further questions, don't be shy. Leave us a comment below and we will happily get back to you with an answer as soon as possible. Also, if you have found this video to be helpful in any way, please be sure to like, share, or comment on this video to let us know. We really appreciate your feedback and we just love hearing from you. Now if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this channel so you won't miss out on any future episodes in this series, including the very next section of Duolingo, covering Activity 1. Arigato gozaimasu for watching this video and I look forward to seeing you in the next one.